Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, May 27th, 2023. It is 5.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we come to you once again from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 362 <coughs> of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show, as well as a 2022 WCWS Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As, we, as of course, our uh, big weekend of wrestling, of course, ladies and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, of course, we're in after we're halfway through. Of course, after this past, after, actually after last night's Impact Under Siege event, and also of course today's WWE Night of Champions event. Of course, we will review, of course, the official results of both of those events. In addition to, of course, as always, bringing you your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here for today. We will review what took place, of course, here in the radio network, as well as, of course, in the wrestling world here, of course, this evening. And also, ladies and gentlemen, any additional wrestling news tidbits, we will, of course, bring you courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that you that we have to bring you here, of course, today, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one 605 562-0444, caller ID <coughs> 141-364-POUND, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. It is now 5.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, like we said, WCWS Power Hour, episode 362. Of course, we're glad to have you here, of course, with us here tonight. Let's not waste any time and get right into it as we, of course, as always, every single Saturday, we will bring you, we will, of course, start off with our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here for today. And, of course, we will first start off with the wrestling portion here, which I will point out, ladies and gentlemen, we will also review this this coming Monday, of course, um, of course on our Memorial Day edition of the Monday afternoon tradition, <clears throat> WCWS Raw Radio, of course, as we get closer to the uh, 400th episode, of course, of that uh, a series, of course, as well. So <clears throat> let's not waste any time and let us, of course, proceed. Let us, of course, proceed, of course, with that, uh, with that, of course, uh, as well. <clears throat> As first off, we have the wrestling, of course, history popping up here, of course, for today. <clears throat> Let's see what we have, of course, on tap right here. On this date in 1988, ladies and gentlemen, at the IWGP Champion Series in Sendai, Japan, Owen Hart defeated Hiroshi Hase to become the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. On the state of 1994, ladies and gentlemen, AAA Triple Mania 2C took place in Tijuana, Mexico. 
On the show, Blue Panther defeated Octagon by forfeit to win the Mexican National Middleweight Championship. And then in the main event, Conan defeated Jake Roberts 2-0 in a hair versus hair 2-3 falls match, meaning that Roberts got his head shaved. On this date in 1996, during WCW's first ever two-hour Monday Nitro, of course, all the Nitro episodes before, of course, it was only one hour long, one of the most impactful debuts in wrestling history took place in the middle of a match between the Mauler and Steve Dahl. Scott Hall casually hopped over the guardrail and cut a promo in the ring saying to the crowd, you people know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Hall, of course, as you remember, as Razor Ramon had until a few weeks pr- prior been employed by the WWF, and this invasion angle soon gave rise to the NWO and gave WCW a major push in the Monday Night Wars. On this date in 2000, ladies and gentlemen, day one of XPW's D-Day Aftermath was held in Bakersfield, California. In the main event of the show, Sabu outlasted both Chris Candido and the Messiah in a three-way dance to become the new XPW heavyweight champion. On this date in 2002, Monday Night Raw was in Edmonton, Alberta. Terry, of course, Terry Runnels, defeated uh, Stevie Richards to become the new hardcore champion, but Richards then won the title straight back. In the main event, RVD defeated Eddie Guerrero in a ladder match to win the Intercontinental title. On this date in 2006, day two of 1PW Know Your Enemy took place in Doncaster, England. Jody Flush and Johnny Storm became the new 1PW Tag Team Champions after beating AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. Then in the main event of the night, Steve Carino defeated both Abyss and Christian Cage in a triple threat match to win the 1PW title. Also in the state in 2006, in the main event of the FIP Crystal River Show in Florida, Joey Machete and Sean Murphy defeated Phil Davis and Phil Davis and Sean Davis in a no DQ tag team match to win the FIP tag team titles. Also in 2006, Chikara's Anniversario Epsilon was in Barnesville, Pennsylvania. On the show, Larry Sweeney won the ICW slash ICWA Tex Arcana television title after defeating Milano Collection AT. On his day in 2007 at Chicago Anniversario, Dusto Bunny and uh, G the Space Pirate were victorious against Call Me Kevin and Dr. Cube and a wonderfully named Kaju Big Battle Showcase of Respect South Philly Sci-Fi Street Fido Tag Match. Try saying that three times fast. On his day in 2011, two titles changed hands at PWS's Refuse to Lose 2 in Elmhurst, New York. Firstly, the WSU tag team titles were won by Alexis Nevea and Amber after they defeated Marty Bell and Tina San Antonio. And then in the main event, Sammy Callahan defeated Devin Moore to become the new PWS heavyweight champion. Also in the state in 2011, 1PW's Road to Destiny was held in Ellesmere Point, England. And in the opening match, Noam Dar outlasted Joey Hayes, Chris Travis, and Marty Skrull in a four-way match to become the new 1PW Openweight title holder. 
on this day in 2012, day eight of the AJPW 40th anniversary year Rise Up Tour was held in Korakuen Hall in Tokyo. In the main event of the show, Kai defeated Kenny Omega to win the AJPW World Junior Heavyweight title. On this day in 2016, FIP Accelerate was in Orlando, Florida, as Donovan Danhausen became the new FIP Florida Heritage Champion after winning a four-way match, which which went in a four-way match, excuse me, which also featured Aaron Solo, Lince Dorado, and Martin Stone. In the main event of the night, saw Fred Yehai defeat Caleb Conley for the FIP World Heavyweight Belt. On the stage in 2017 at House of Glory's Adrenaline in New York, Leo Rush defeated Ken Broadway to become the new uh, House of Glory Crown Jewel champion. Also in 2017, Hayata won the GHC Junior Heavyweight title at NOAA Navigation with, with, <clears throat> with Breeze after being, beating Hajime O'Hara in the main event. And on the state, in, of course, on the state in 2018, Ring of Honor's Honor United Doncaster was held at the Doncaster Dome in England. On the show, of course, this is what took place at that event. Kenny King and Tor Yanu defeated Christopher Daniels and Frankie Gazarian. Silas Young defeated Doug Williams to retain the Ring of Honor TV title. Bully Ray, Punishment Martinez, and Shane Taylor defeated Boy Number One, Boy Number Two, and Dalton Castle in a six-person tag team match. Jay Lethal defeated Matt Taven. Sumi Siaki retained the Ring of Honor Women of Honor title against uh, Chardonnay. Cody, of course, Cody Rose defeated Scorpio Sky. Heyman Page defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi by pinfall. And in the main event of the show, the Young Bucks, of course, Matt and Nick Jackson, outlasted the team of Evil and Sonata, the Briscoes, and the team of TKO, Ryan, and Vinny uh, Marsaglia in a Four Corners Survival Tag Match. On this date in 2019, Day 5 of AJPW's Super Power Series was held in Gifu, Japan. In the main event, Corona Premier Intercontinental Champion Yoshitatsu defeated Gaora TV title holder Tajiri to become a double champion. And on this date in 2020, at a taping of NXT, El Hijo de Fantasma defeated Drake Maverick in the finals of the NXT Cruiserweight Championship Tournament to become the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion. After the match, Fantasma was revealed to be in league with the two mystery luchadors that have been plaguing NXT. They were revealed as Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. Weeks prior to the match, Maverick had been released from WWE seemingly in a very real way. <clears throat> this ended up being a storyline in which he would be let go if he did not win the tournament. At the conclusion of the match, NXT executive Triple H came to the ramp to present Maverick with a contract to work to work on the black and yellow brand instead. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your your birthdays here for today. We do wish a very happy, uh, let's see, yes, happy 35th birthday to Delilah Doom. Very interesting name. Also, we want to wish a very happy, uh, let's see here, happy, that's right, happy 41st birthday to Natalia today. 
We also want to wish, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if this gentleman, I think this gentleman is still living. I'm not sure, but we'll double check on that. As today, we, we will still wish him a happy birthday, of course. A very happy uh, 50, yes, happy 55th birthday, of course, today to Barry O. We also <clears throat> want to wish, happy, have, wish a very happy 56th birthday to Buddy Wayne. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a very happy, let's see, make sure I have this right here. Uh, yes, happy 67th birthday today to, of course, the one, to the infamous Eric Bischoff, of course, as you know, of course, been in wrestling for so many years, of course. So happy birthday to Delilah Doom, Natalia, Berrio, Buddy Wayne, and Eric Bischoff here today. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you your pop culture history and birthdays, of course, for today. And, of course, by all means, please keep in mind that, <clears throat> that we will present this in the same fashion. That we will, of course, present this in the same fashion that we present it every single Wednesday evening on WCWS Outside the Ropes. On this date in 1679, the Habeas Corpus Act passes in England strengthening a person's right to challenge unlawful arrest and imprisonment. On his date in 1703, St. Petersburg, of course, otherwise known as Leningrad, was founded by Russian Tsar Peter the Great. On his date in 1873, Heinrich Schellemann discovers Priam, Priam's treasure, which was a cache of gold and other objects in his lark, which is otherwise known as Troy in Anatola. On this day in 1905, Japanese fleet destroys the Russian East Sea Fleet in the Battle of Tsushima, the only decisive clash between modern steel battleships in history. On this day in 1940, British and Allied forces began the evacuation of Dunkirk, which was considered, which was part of Operation Dynamo during World War II. On this day in 1963. Uh, Jomo Kenyatta was elected the first Prime Minister of Kenya. On his date in 1999, the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia indicts Slobodan Milosevic and four others for war crimes and also crimes against humanity committed in Kosovo. And on his date in 2006, an earthquake strikes Java, Indonesia at 5.53 and 58 seconds, of course, a.m. local time. Devastating Bantul in the city of Yogi uh, Karta, killing over 6,600 people. Uh, two moments in movies and television history right here, folks. On the date in 1933, Walt Disney's short film Three Little Pigs was released as it won the Academy Award for Best Anime, Animated Film in 1934. And on this date just last year, the movie Top Gun Maverick the sequel, of course, starring Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, and Jennifer Connelly, is released exactly 36 years after the original film. Of course, as you know, that was released, I do believe it was back in 1986, if I'm not mistaken. But, it was a, but of course, the, the original was great. And I've seen parts of the sequel, and it is not too bad either. So, but at least they carry on with the same tradition that they did back in 86 today in music history we have two moments right here 
On its dated 1977, the Sex Pistols released the song God Save the Queen, sparking major controversy and leading to a ban on the song by the BBC. And on its date in 2018, South Korean boy band BTS are the first K-pop group to top the U.S. Billboard 200 with their album Love Yourself, uh, Tear or Tear, it's T-E-A-R, but, it, but it's pronounced either way, so but anyone who is familiar, of course, with that, I'm sure would know. And today in sports history on this day in 1961, Florentina of Italy would win the first European Cup Winners' Cup against the Glasgow Rangers 4-2 in Florence. Of course, it was the second leg. On this date in 1930, the 1,046-foot and 319-meter Chrysler Building in New York City, <clears throat> which is at the time, which was at the time the tallest man-made structure at, at the time, opens to the public. Some birthdays to speak up today. Uh, Eben Kaludin was born on this day in 1332. He would pass away in 1406. Cornelius Vanderbilt was born on this day in 1794. He would pass away in 1877. Uh, Of course, the legendary uh, Western uh, hero Wild Bill Hickok was born on this date in 1837. He would pass away in 1876. Um, uh, a former vice president who did, of course, run for run for the presidency, but did not win. Uh, Hubert Humphrey, who was always, as they used to say, pleased as punch, was born on this date in 1977. He would pass away in ni- 1911. I'm sorry. But he would pass away in 1978. Excuse me. My, my apologies there. Legendary golfer Sam Snead was born on this date in 1912. He would pass away in 2002. And today, ladies and gentlemen, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger today turns 100 years old. So happy, definitely happy birthday to the to Mr. Kissinger indeed. Some other birthdays to speak of, ladies and gentlemen. Legendary actor Christopher Lee was born on the state in 1922. She, he would pass away in 2015. Uh, the member of the group TLC, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, was born on this date in 1971. Sadly, she would pass away in 2002. I believe it was due to a, I believe it was a plane crash, if, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's what happened. I think she was going, uh, it was somewhere, somewhere, I think it was, I think if we heard, if I remember the story correctly, I think it was somewhere around Honduras. I think it was, is where that took place, is where that crash took place. But of course, like I said, gone at such a gone at such a young age indeed uh i believe legendary tennis player pat cash turns 58 actor joseph fine today turns 53 and ben felbin today turns 43. on this date in 2021 ladies and gentlemen english playwright william shakespeare reported to have died after receiving the infamous uh pandemic vaccine by Argentine news channel Channel 26. It was, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a case of mistaken identity. As you know, the man who was known, of course, as the Bard, sad, of course, as you know, died in the year 1616. So, so apparently, it was either, of course, a misprint or, of course, it was possibly just a small joke. I'm not sure. Uh, <clears throat> 
some weddings to speak of, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1916. German naval commander uh, Karl Dantz, Dantz, who was 24 at the time, would marry uh, uh, nurse I Ingborg Weber, who was 22 at the time. On this date in 1929, legendary aviator Charles Lindbergh, who was 27 at the time, would marry author Anne Morrow, who was 22 at the time, in Inglewood, New Jersey. And I'll say 1949, legendary actress Rita Hayworth, best known for her role in the movie Gilda, who was 31 at the time, would marry Pakistani racehorse owner Prince Ali Khan, who was 37 at the time. They would separate in 1951, but the divorce was not officially finalized until four years later in 1953. And one divorce to officially speak of on this date in 2003, actress Angelina Jolie, who was 26 at the time, would divorce actor Billy Bob Thornton, who was 47 at the time, due to irreconcilable differences. Some passings that took place on this on this day. Uh, Ludovico Storza passed away on this day in 1508. John Calvin passed away on this day in 1564. Robert Koch passed away on this date in 1910. Uh, John Nahal Nehru passed away on this date in 1964. Uh, boxing great Izar Charles passed away on this date in 1975. And, of course, legendary hockey player Maurice the Rocket Richard uh, passed away on this date in 2000. On this day in 1948, ladies and gentlemen, Britain was on its knees after the Second World War. Its economy and infrastructure in tatters for help. The mother country turned to the Commonwealth. And, of course, obviously, the Commonwealth was a, a ship, of course, in, in uh, Britain. So, in around the Great Britain area. So, there you go. Now, your movies and television history, of course, ladies and gentlemen, for today. On this date, like we said, 1933, Walt Disney's short film Three Little Pigs was officially released. It won, as we said, the Academy Award for Best Animated Film in 1934. On this date in 1949, Martin Martin Canine, a cartoon character, spoofs Martin Kane. On this date in 1955, The Red Button Show last airs on NBC. On this date, in, in two moments on this date, 1969, first off, the Jerry Lewis's, Jerry Lewis Show's second run would air for the last time, also on NBC. And also, on the same day, Walt Disney World construction begins at Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista in Florida. On this date in, 19, on this date in 1971, the 24th Annual Cannes Film Festival, as the film The Go-Between, directed by Joseph Lossi, would win the Grand Prix du Festival International du Film. On this date in 1972, Charles Strauss, Lee Adams, Betty Comden, and Adolph Green's musical Applause, which starred Lauren Bacall, would close at Powell's Theater in New York City after 896 performances, and it would win four Tony Awards. And on this date in 1977, the 30th Annual Cannes Film Festival as Padre Padrion, directed by Paolo and Vittorio Tavini, would win the Palme d'Or. Some birthdays, as we said, the, the late Christopher Lee was born on this date in 1922. He would pass away in 2015. And actor Joseph Fine today turns 53 years old. Some uh, passing, of course, in, 
in uh, movies and television on the state in 1958. And Enzel Pryor, who was an actor best known for the adventures of Hiram Holiday, would pass away at the age of 46. On the state in two, two passings on the state in 1960. First off, Edward Brophy, a character actor born right here in America, best known for Champ, Dumbo, The Great Guy, The Cam Camera the cameraman and doughboys would pass away at the age of 65 and the other passing from 1960 george zuko an actor of british descent best known for fog island black raven the adventures of sherlock holmes and captain fury would pass away at the age of 74 on his date in 1969 jeffrey hunter an actor born right here in america of course as you remember ladies and gentlemen the original star trek pilot entitled the cage of course he did you know he played the original Captain Christopher Pike, also known for the movie The Searchers, would pass away due to an intracranial hemorrhage at the age of 43. And on the state in 1971, Chips Rafferty, whose real name was John William Pilbeam Guffridge, an actor of Australian descent, <clears throat> best known for Wake and Fright and Desert Rats, would pass away from a heart attack at the age of 62. As we said, some weddings, of course, first off, we did mention 1949, Rita Hayworth would marry uh, Prince Ali Khan, but they would separate in 1951, and the divorce would be finalized in 1953. On a stage in 1994, radio personality Rush Limbaugh, who was 43 at the time, would marry wife number three, who was an aerobic instructor, uh, Marta Fitzgerald, who was 35 at the time. And it was at the home of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. They would divorce 10 years later in 2004. On a state in 1995, actress Lisa Kudrow, best known for the TV show Friends, who was 31 at the time, <clears throat> would marry French advertising executive Michelle Stern, who was 37 at the time in Malibu. On a state in 2012, actress Cynthia Nixon, who was 46 at the time, would marry education activist Christine Marioni in New York City. So, yes, okay, so we won't go any further than that. And on the day in 2017, the founder of Snapchat, even Evan Spiegel, who was 27 at the time, would marry Victoria's Secret model Miranda Kerr, who was 34 at the time in Los Angeles. And, of course, one divorce in 2003, Angelina Jolie, would divorce Billy Bob Thornton due to irreconcilable differences. Of course, as you, at the time, she was 26, and Billy Bob was 47. Now, here we go with some of your music, history, and birthdays for today. I want to say in 1796, James S. McLean patented, officially patented his piano. I want to say in 1906, the first outlining of Gustav Mahler's Sixth Symphony in Essen, Germany. I want to say in 1950, Morton Gould and Dorothy Fields' colonial era musical Arms and the Girl, starring Nanette Fabre and Pearl Bailey, would close at 46th Street Theater in New York City after 134 performances. I want to say 1957, Toronto's Chum AM, CHUM AM, of course, 10, 1050 uh, kilohertz, would become Canada's first radio station, of course, to broadcast only top 40 rock and, top, 
only to broadcast the top 40 rock and roll music format. On this day in 1967, James Lipton and Lawrence Rosenthal's musical Sherry, based on George S. Kaufman and Moss Hart's play The Man Who Came to Dinner, would close at Alvin Theater in New York City after its 72 performances. On this date in 1971, John Lennon records the song Imagine at his Ascot Sound home studio in Tittenhurst Park, England. On this date in 1972, Jimmy Castor Bunch's Troglodyte, of course, otherwise known as Caveman, would hit number six. And on this date in 1975, Paul McCartney and Wings released their Venus and Mars album. Some birthdays, as we said, ladies and gentlemen. Lisa Left Eye Lopez here was born on this date in 1971. As we said, sadly, she would pass away actually just 20, let's see. Yes, just 21 years ago today. I mean, just 21 years ago, period. Of course, she passed away in 2002, as we said, I believe it was a result of a plane crash. Some passings in the world of music today. On this date in 1638, Nicholas Formey. A composer of French descent would pass away at the age of 71. On the state in 1652, Jacques Huyn, a Baroque composer of French descent, would pass away at the age of 39. On the state in 1690, Giovanni Lagrenzi, a composer of Italian descent, would pass away at the age of 63. On the state in 1708, Jacques Donnekin Philidor, a composer of French descent, would pass away at the age of 51. On the state in 1840, Nicola Paganini, a composer and violin virtuoso of Italian descent who was known for Princess Luca, Lucia, or Luca, would pass away at the age of 57. Niccolo, I'm sorry, I thought it was Nicola's Niccolo, my apologies. And one wedding to speak of, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1996, uh, Stephen Stills uh, of the group Crosby, Stills, and Nash, of course, a Hall of Fame guitarist who was 51 at the time would marry recording and studio manager Kristen Hathaway, who was 30 at the time, at the Ritz-Carlton in Palm Beach, Florida. And now we'll go to your sports history and birthdays, of course, right here. <clears throat> on this, two moments on this date in 1878, first off, the sixth Preakness as C. Holloway, Aboard the horse known as the Duke of Magenta would win in 241.75. And Australian cricket fast bowler Fred Spotworth takes 10 to 20, which is 6 and 4 and 4 and 16. And quick fire nine wicket tour match win over the MCC in London. On his day in 1881, the ninth Preakness ST Costello aboard the horse uh, Saunterer would win in 240.5. I was in 1882, the 10th Preakness, <clears throat> T, once again, T. Costello, this time aboard the horse known as Vanguard, went in 244.5. I was in 1902, the 27th Preakness, L. Jackson, aboard the horse known as Old England, would win in 145.8. I was in 1903, the 37th Belmont, <clears throat> John Bowman, aboard the horse Af African Af Dirt, would win in 221.75. On a state in 1904, the New York Giants' first baseman, Dan McGann, collects Major League Baseball record five stolen bases in, 
and 3-1 win over the Brooklyn Superbus at the Polo Grounds in New York City, a record that was broken in 1991 by Otis Nixon. Hmm. And on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 1905, the 30th Preakness would take place as W. Davis aboard the horse known as, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this, Carngore, uh, forgive me if that's, that's as close as I can come to it, would win in 145.8. Uh, two birthdays to bring you, of course, the legendary golfer Sam Sneed was born on this date in 1912. He would pass away in 2002. And uh, golfer, uh, I mean, tennis player Pat Cash turns 58 years old today. And, of course, two passings, as we said. Uh, boxing great Ezra Charles was passed away on his date in 1975. And hockey great Maurice the Rocket Richard would pass away in on this date in the year 2000. And as we said, of course, 1901 wedding. Of course, as we said, actress Rita Hayworth would marry uh, racehorse owner Prince Ali Khan. And, of course, as we said, he they would separate officially two years later in 1951. But they would have they would finalize the divorce <clears throat> four years later in 1953. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with some of your uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, for today. Of course, keep in mind that we will review all this, of course, uh, uh, this Monday on WCWS Raw Radio. And also do not forget to check out, of course, the Godfather of Souls, the Godfather of Souls, Justin Lewis Fleming's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Of course, as he posted, of course, on WCWS Fan Empire, WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, and also WCWS Sports Roundup, of course, each and every day, of course, be sure to, of course, most definitely uh most definitely ladies and gentlemen uh check that out of course as well excuse me for just one second here folks <clears throat> okay sorry about that one six oh five five six two zero four 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 caller id one four one three six four pound this is episode 362 of WCWS Power Hour. As we said, this is, of course, Saturday, May 27, 2023, uh, <clears throat> 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, back on the line here with you. Of course, as we now, now of course, we will shift gears a little bit. And, of course, uh, kind of really, in a way, ladies and gentlemen, taking the place of our review this week which primarily, as you know, has been uh, mostly would has been, of course, like I said, been leading, been the lead ups to, of course, a lot of our shows uh, <clears throat> uh, to a lot of the, to a lot of the events, of course, come to a lot of the events, of course, coming up here this weekend, of course, including um, last night's impact under siege event, WWE's night of champions event, also, of course, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking forward to NXT Battleground and also AEW's Double or Nothing event, of course, as well. So, of course, we are looking forward to we are looking forward to, of course, to see what Battleground and Double or Double or Nothing will be bringing here, of course, here to us. Uh, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we are also halfway through 
our prediction title challenge, of course, involving uh, Under Siege, Nine of Champions, Battleground, Double or Nothing, and also coming up next weekend, the NWA Crockett Cup, which, of course, we will definitely talk about and, of course, some good detail here this week. So, <clears throat> but, um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, Under Siege did, of course, take place last night. Uh, this was Impact's contribution. And, of course, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, because Nine Champions did take place in Saudi Arabia, they did have, of course, that show here as well. Uh, so we will go ahead and officially bring you those that bring you that uh, those uh, results, of course, right now. Um, one thing I will so far point out here is as follows. As as we, of course, as, uh, <clears throat> as we will go ahead and officially. Um, we will, of course, officially, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> Um, we will, of course, officially let you know here that uh, there was an additional match that was uh, um, that was added to the card, of course, of Impact's Under Siege event. Per, of course, what did and then per one of the uh, storylines that did take place, of course, uh, this past um, this past Thursday on Impact Wrestling. But we did, I didn't, and I did say we were going to add it on, but unfortunately I did not get a chance to do so. And I was actually wrong in assuming what sort of match this was going to be, thinking that this was going to be for the Knockouts Tag Team Championship, and it was not. Uh, this was, of course, a pre-show, it was, this was, of course, one of the, one of two pre-show matches that they did have, of course, uh, for Under Siege. But I we still we I did forget of course to add that. So ladies and gentlemen, everyone that is officially involved that did of course vote for of course a lot of our matches uh, that we had listed of course <clears throat> in our for our title challenge. Uh, we did um, I did say that everyone involved was going to of course get officially get a point because of that because of that situation. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and we have the official times and everything for, of course, all for now, of course, officially 10 matches was did officially take place, of course, for under siege. And now, of course, here is the official results for that. Uh, the first pre-show match, ladies and gentlemen, was in seven minutes and 28 seconds as the death dolls, who, of course, uh, Courtney, it was Courtney Rush, who used to be known as Rosemary, and also Jessica did defeat the Knockouts Tag Team Champions, the Coven, who is Kylan King and Taylor Wilde, by submission. In five minutes and 43 seconds, uh, Joe Hendry did retain the Impact Digital Media title uh, by defeating Dirty Dango by DQ. In 8 minutes and 58 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Aldis did defeat Kenny King by submission. Uh, our next match, of course, in 10 minutes and 13 seconds, a six-man tag team match as the team of Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan, and the partner that was revealed to be Jake Crist did defeat the design who was Diener, Angels, and Khan by pinfall. In 10 minutes and 28 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, in her first Impact pay-per-view bout, uh, Trinity, who of course used to be known as Naomi in WWE, did defeat Giselle Shaw by submission. 
in 13 minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, otherwise known as ABC, did retain the Impact Tag Team titles by defeating the team of Subculture, who is Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, by pinfall. In 1834, ladies and gentlemen, Trey Miguel did retain the X Division title over Chris Saban. In 11 minutes and 47 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Shelley defeated Eddie Edwards, Frankie Kazarian, Jonathan Gresham, Moose, and Yuya Yamira to become the next number one contender to the Impact World title. In 13 minutes and 23 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, which was the last chance match for the knockouts title, Deanna, Deanna Perrazzo did retain over Jordan Grace. And the stipulation of this match was that, of course, since Jordan Grace did not was not able to pull it off there, ladies and gentlemen, then that means that Jordan Grace will not have another opportunity at the knockouts title <clears throat> just as long as Deanna Perrazzo is still the champion and in 15 minutes and 44 seconds ladies and gentlemen the no dq match for the impact world title we did hear of course of several people that may have gotten involved in this including i believe if i heard it correctly i think bully ray got involved in this i'm not really sure but anyway steve mocklin remains the impact the impact world champion by getting by pco so <clears throat> So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, of course, here for that. And we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, like I said, uh, we will, of course, review, of course, this event, of course, this coming week here in the radio network. So be, be sure to listen in on that. And now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm sure I'll be hearing some something about this, of course, from some of our people. Uh <clears throat> Uh, uh, let's go ahead and officially, like I said, see what happened here. As of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> to see what to see, of course, what what happened here. Uh, and the, and of course, here are the official results of this. In the match for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship that was introduced here not too long ago in 20 minutes and 40 seconds, Seth Rollins, def Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles to become the first ever officially World Heavyweight Champion. In 14 minutes and 50 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, we did hear, of course, there was sh there was some chicanery, of course, involved in this. <clears throat> Um, which I believe it was caused by outside interference. And, but in 14 minutes and 50 seconds, Trish Stratus did defeat Becky Lynch. In eight minutes and 30, in eight minutes and 35 seconds, the Intercontinental title match. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Gunther proved to be, of course, of course, it, it went a little bit longer than even I expected because I even said that this match probably would not last, not even last five minutes. Well, it did go 8.30 minutes and 35 seconds, so it went a little bit longer. I will give it that. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, Gunther did retain over Mustafa Ali. There was some moments, ladies and gentlemen, there was, <clears throat> there was, of course, some moments, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that they said Mustafa Ali, of course, came somewhat close, but 
Gunther proved to be a tad too much. And in even 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like probably for the first time here since, of course, uh, for for in quite some time here, and we that, that we officially have a new Raw Women's Champion as Asuka did get by Bianca Belair to become the new Raw Women's Champion. Of course, this match, this next one did not even last one minute and ten seconds, which we obviously see as to why this took place in the SmackDown Women's Title match, as Rhea Ripley, who of course we still have determined is actually a man, with the help, of course, of of her, of course, of her blow-up doll, Dominic Mysterio, did get by Natalia to hold on to the SmackDown Women's Title. And of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you find Rhea, apparently you seem to find Dominic and possibly maybe the rest of the Judgment Day group. But nevertheless, Rhea still holds on to that. So it ought to be, of course, like I said, uh, you know, this we figured that at some point that they weren't going to want to just once again just quickly take the belt off of Rhea yet. But somebody, of course, first, of course, Zelina Vega tried at Backlash, and obviously Natalia did try. And we're not sure, of course, like I said, who will be next in line for, for an opportunity. But we'll see, of course, what will happen. In nine minutes and 40 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did find out, of course, um, in the match between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Uh, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Lesnar performed we did find out that Lesnar did perform the infamous Camira lock, uh, of course, on Cody Rhodes, who, uh, <clears throat> who, who, of course, apparently did, passed out due to, to, of course, being put through, of course, a lot of pain, ladies and gentlemen. And Brock Lesnar officially won this match by technical submission. And in 26 minutes and 25 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, for the tag team titles, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, at least this is one good thing that possibly came out of this contest as the team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did defeat Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia of the Bloodline to hold on to the tag team titles. So, ladies and gentlemen, apparently Roman tasted a defeat. It was one time that Roman officially tasted some sort of defeat. <clears throat> so... And, and yes, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we, and actually, of course, ladies and gentlemen, here, let me just give you just a rundown here as far as according to Wikipedia about what happened here, of course, in each of these contests. The, of course, the actual pay-per-view did open, of course, with the tournament finals between Raw, Seth Rollins, facing SmackDown's AJ Styles. Of course, in the closing moments, after an evenly competitive match, Rollins performed a pedigree and a stomp on Styles to become the first ever world heavyweight champion. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, following the match, COO Triple H presented the belt to Rollins. Next up, of course, Becky Lynch did take on Trish Stratus. As you, and as we said, Stratus did come out victorious, which apparently, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, apparently Stratus did have the help, of course, of, 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 of one of Rawls' newest female competitors, Zoe Stark. Of course, Gunther defended the Intercontinental title against Mustafa Ali. And, of course, Gunther did get by Ali via pinfall, but I did also read on the, from another source that Ali did, of course, give give a very valiant fight, of course, against Gunther, but, of course, as we said, it was not to be. Bianca Belair defended her Raw Women's title against Asuka. Asuka was able to win the belt 
after blinding Belair with her fingers that's, that she sprayed with mist without the referee looking. And of course, obviously, Rhea Ripley faced Natalya for the SmackDown Women's title. As we said, Ripley was able to retain the belt against Natalya in a dominant early fashion. And, of course, it was all following a distraction from Dominic Mysterio. And, of course, as we said, somehow, every, like I said, Dominic continues to stick his nose where it does not belong. And, of course, and for some odd reason, a lot of people are kind of praising this kid, which we don't understand why, because he is nothing but a complete little goof. And as we said, Brock Lesnar did face Cody Rhodes after a well-fought contest. Lesnar performed a Camaro lock for the victory over Rhodes, who actually just passed out due to the pain. So there's what that's what happened, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's what happened here, of course, as far as these seven matches, of course, here took, took place. I mean, I will give, of course, Mike, primarily the only two that really does did deceive that did, that did, of course, that do, does deserve, of course, uh, <clears throat> um, that does receive, of course, some, um, obviously some, uh, 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 some notoriety, of course, obviously it was about that Seth Rollins picked up the, the, of course, the, uh, the inaugural world heavyweight championship, and also, of course, the fact that KO and Sami Zayn did defeat the Bloodline to, of course, hold on to the tag team titles. Uh, so, and of course, there, may, there was some talk about some, um, there was some talk, of course, about uh, a, a, a situation going on here, obviously, with uh, even though Roman giving a dressing down to the Usos and everything of that nature, but still, uh, apparently, uh, Roman accidentally bumped into Solo when, of course, Roman was leaving, uh, apparently. So uh, we're not sure, of course, if, if of course, Solo has some second thoughts or not regarding all this. But we'll just have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen, what will happen, of course, in that long run here as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, <clears throat> we will, of course, in some detail here, talk about uh, 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 talk, talk about, of course, uh, <clears throat> give you, of course, some, and we won't bring you a whole lot of these here, ladies and gentlemen, but we're just going to bring you a handful of some wrestling news tidbits, of course, right here. Uh, So, of course, our, we do, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, as always, here in the radio network, thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories, of course, right here on, uh, <clears throat> on all of our shows, of course, in addition to Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen, also, of course, on Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, as we said. Uh, wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And we are continuing to work on getting more of our shows up and going here in 2023. <clears throat> and we hope, to, and definitely we will hope to include 411 Mania in some, in, of course, some, uh, 
<clears throat> and of course, like I said, some uh, uh, in uh, definitely in some fashion. I will point out, of course, a couple of, as we did mention, of course, about some of the stuff that did happen here. Uh, we will, uh, I will, of course, mention a couple of things here concerning, um, um, concerning Night of Champions, and of course, some other stories not related to Night of Champions here. Uh, one story we will point out, of course, right here. Joseph Lee posted this story here today. With some WWE news as Triple H congratulates, of course, both Oscar and Seth Rollins. Of course, I don't know why he wanted to congratulate Oscar. Also, Gunther comments on retaining, and also WWE launches a Make a Wish in Saudi Arabia, which was not bad. After Oscar defeated Bianca Belair at Night of Champions, Triple H congratulated her on winning the Raw Women's Title. Of course, he says on his Twitter account, "More dangerous than ever." Are you ready for at WWE Oscar hashtag WWE NOC? He also congratulates, of course, uh, congratulates Seth Rollins after defeat AJ Styles to become, of course, the inaugural World Heavyweight Champion. He says history made at an incredible freaking match to kick off an epic hashtag WWE NOC. Congratulations to your new World Heavyweight Champion at WWE Rollins. Of course, meanwhile, Gunther. <coughs> Comment on retaining the IC title against Mustafa Ali. Of course, uh, WWE posted this on uh, posted this on Twitter. Can anyone dethrone at Gunther underscore AUT hashtag WWE NOC? And also, WWE celebrated the launch of Make a Wish Saudi Arabia by visiting children at the Saudi German Hospital. Of course, on their WWE, on WWE's Twitter account, it, of course, they have. WWE celebrated the official launch of Make-A-Wish Saudi Arabia by visiting the Saudi German hospital to meet local children at Make-A-Wish. Hashtag WWENOC. Of course, uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here. And, of course, as we did mention about uh, KO and Sammy, of course, retaining the tag team titles. <sighs> Joseph Lee posted this as the Usos cost Roman and Solo the undisputed tag team titles at Night of Champions. Of course, let's go ahead and bring you this. The cracks in the bloodline turned into a full break at Night of Champions. After the Usos cost Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia the tag team titles, the team came out to help attack Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. However, they accidentally hit Solo with a double super kick. When Roman got in their faces, Jimmy hit him with two intentional super kicks. Owens and Zayn then beat Solo to retain the belts. Jey Uso did not pick a side, similar to what happened at the Royal Rumble. Of course, several tweets were posted courtesy of the WWE on BT Sport page at BT Sport WWE. If you wish, uh, also as you, 
Owens and Zayn continued their first reign as tag team champions, which began on April 1st at WrestleMania 39. The two actually beat the Usos at that event and have been champions for 55 days. So, so apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Roman did not was not able to bring the tag belts back to <clears throat> to the bloodline, of course, as well as apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the Usos, obviously, of course, you know, showed Roman and Solo what for, especially one of the Usos, that sounded like at least. Joseph Lee posted this story as Drew McIntyre was featured in a video package following Night of Champions. Drew McIntyre has not been on WWE since WrestleMania 39. The fans watching on Peacock saw him in the video package today. Wrestling Inc. reports that WWE aired several superstar video packages on Peacock after Night of Champions, including McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and Rhea Ripley, who's really a man. The videos usually air as filler in between programs looking at the wrestler's career so far. McIntyre's future is still up in the air as there are rumors that his contract will be up at the end of the year. So we will, of course, see what we are still continuing to monitor, of course, the situation here involving Drew. But we will keep you, of course, informed if we hear, of course, anything different. Joseph Lee posted this story as we officially have the list of producers and backstage notes for today's Night of Champions event. Fightful Select has a list of producers, of course, for today's Night of Champions event. Of course, it also has several backstage notes. Abyss was the producer for Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Of course, Ryan Tran was the referee for this. Petey Williams was the producer for Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Danilio, uh, uh, Amphibio was the referee. Jamie Noble was the producer for Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. <clears throat> Eddie Oringo was the referee. Adam Pierce was the producer of Bianca Bella versus Asuka. Jessica Carr was the referee. Of course, we have him to blame for Asuka winning the belt. Jason Jordan was the producer of Rhea Ripley, who's really a man, versus Natalia. Daphne LaShawn was the referee. So we also have Jason Jordan. The thing, of course, for that short, one of the shortest women's championship reigns of all time, championship matches of all time. Michael Hayes was the producer for Cody versus Brock with Oringo as a referee. Hayes and Jordan also produced the Bloodline versus Sammy and KO with Dan Engler as a referee. We will, I will give, of course, Michael Hayes and Jason Jordan a little bit of credit here, of course, for at least, but. <clears throat> For, for at least, of course, Sammy and KO held on to those belts. As you know, members of the creative team were flown into Saudi Arabia. Also, WWE talent and staff were told they are being looked after very well in Jeddah. A monitor was set up under the ring for Zoe Stark's surprise interference. Vincent Mann was not backstage, thank God. A source noted there, were, there are no concerns about Rollins' schedule, about his World Heavyweight title win. Cody Rhodes is not injured, and his feud with Brock will continue. And many of the names shown in the front row were in the country doing media for WWE. So, <clears throat> uh, 
Okay, let's see. We already reported some of that. Okay. Now, of course, some of this, our other stories here, some may not be related, obviously, to, uh, may not be related to, um, <clears throat> um, Nine of Champions. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here last night as Bully Raid attacks Scott D'Amore at Under Siege and puts him through a flaming table. Bully Ray blindsided Scott D'Amore and put him through a burning table and impacts under siege. Of course, Friday's show ended with Steve Mocklin retaining the Impact World title in a bloody affair against PCO. After the match, Mocklin called for D'Amore to keep his word and put the title around his waist, and D'Amore complied. After Mocklin left, Bully Ray attacked D'Amore from behind and choked him out with the chain. Mocklin returned, and the two put D'Amore through a table. When Matt Weinhold and PCO tried to make the save, they were taken out. Ray then got in D'Amore's face and said he, he, he'll never get rid of him, vowing to take down D'Amore and the whole company. So apparently there's some sort of feud is possibly going to be starting off between Scott D'Amore and Bully Ray, it seems. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here last night with some AEW news. As Jamie Hayter was reportedly legitimately hurt, and also AW stars attend a performance by Harley Cameron. Jamie Hayter was pulled from last week's Dynamite due to injury, and a new report says the injury is legitimate. As reported, Hayter was pulled from a tag team match last week over injuries caused by the Outcast. Fightful Select reports that AW Women's World Champion has been fighting legit injuries for the better part of a month. As of now, she is still expected. To compete at double or nothing tomorrow. The site also notes that several AEW stars attended Harley Cameron's performance at Losers Bar in Las Vegas, including Cash Wheeler, The Guns, Aaron Solo, Princeton, Preston Vance, Willow Nightingale, Taya Valkyrie, and Lila Gray. So we will, of course, what we will if we have any updates about Jimmy Hader, we will, of course, keep you informed. Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night with a, some WWE news, as, of course, there is an update on the injury to Liv Morgan. Also, of course, some unbooked stars in Saudi Arabia for Night of Champions. A new report has an update on how long Liv Morgan is expected to be out due to an injury. As reported earlier, <clears throat> Morgan's shoulder injury is believed to be more serious than initially thought. Five Select reports that according to WWE sources, Morgan is expected to to at least be sidelined through the summer. The site also reports that several stars who aren't booked for Nia Champions still traveled over to Saudi Arabia with WWE. No word on specifically who they were. And one more story we'll bring you here, of course, tonight. Joseph Lee posted this story here last night with some WWE news as Brandy Rhodes comments on those critical of Cody. Also, WWE offering ticket discount and the latest video from Up, Up, Down, Down. In a post on Twitter, Brandy Rose went on, went in on those who were critical of her husband, Cody, and say that he should have stayed in AEW. Responding to a video from today's Night Champion press conference in which he received a huge ovation, she wrote, and some people still say he should have stayed where he was. Maybe we should let that one go for now. And this was said on Brandy's uh, Twitter account, which is at the Brandy Rose. So there you go. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the last video from Up, Up, Down, Down features Karrion Cross, 
versus Jey Uso versus Jimmy Uso versus Ivar versus Ricochet and versus Xavier Woods, of course, the sh in, for the video game Tekken 7. And we will post this. I believe we may post this in the interview corner page, but we'll let you know, of course, for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, WWE is offering 30% off tickets for select live events during the Memorial Day weekend. Of course, you can use the code WWE Memorial and get tickets, of course, to the link that they have right here, of course, on this page, of course, through WWE.com. So be sure to, of course, uh, check that out right there. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for listening here today to episode 362 of WCW of WCWS Power Hour. <clears throat> of course, like I said, keep in mind here, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, be starting to, um, like I said, update, of course, some of our, some of, as far as, of course, some of the, um, uh, as we get, of course, go into, of course, uh, a week from uh, this, uh, next weekend's NWA Crockett Cup, of course, anything, that we have not added, of course, from those bouts here yet, from that show yet, we will, of course, add those on here as well. So the voting can, of course, can, can of course, continue here as well. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out here, of course, we did have our semifinals of the Heavenly King of the Ring Tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Currently on the Heaven Wrestling Federation Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash <clears throat> um, memories live forever of course ladies and gentlemen that match of course uh, is a um, battle royal of course featuring the seven the seven finalists of course here uh, uh, of course obviously ladies and gentlemen since of course seven is not an even number here uh, we just decided of course to, to make it fair here so that way, all the super, all the superstars, of course, here would be involved in this. That are, that that didn't make it into the finals. We would decide to just to simply do at make it like a, of course, a battle royal, and of course, picture how these seven late superstars, of course, would have duked it out here, of course, in of course this format. And I'm sure all these all these wrestlers back in the day, of course, no uh, has. Did compete in in, in in some of these, of course, in one way or another. So it would have been quite interesting to see how these superstars, of course, obviously uh, made it through here. Of course, the ones that did make it in, of course, was as follows. Bruiser Brody, Roddy Roddy Piper, the loose cannon Brian Pillman, Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero, the King of Hearts Owen Hart, Ravishing Rick Rude, and, of course, the living legend himself, Bruno San Martino. Currently, like, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, Bruiser Brody and Eddie Guerrero seem, of course, like I said, to be kind of dominating this thing right here. As we have, we have not received any votes for Piper, Pillman, Hart, Rude, or San Martino here as of yet. But of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, officially bring you the results, of course, of this, of 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 this battle royal here. Come. Uh, next Friday, this coming Friday on Revolution. So be sure to, of course, listen in. Listen in, of course, on that here. Uh, uh, listen, be sure to listen in on that here, of course, as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, after, of course, the uh, 
We have the Crockett Cup next weekend. Of course, obviously, we will bring you the official. Uh, we will bring you, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, let you know about, of course, who, what, what championship belts will be, of course, decided. We have did we did point out, of course, because of what happened the other week here, uh, <clears throat> of the fact that it was that of, of that one particular match, last trivia championship series match that we had. Of course, the the uh, the match between, of course, Mid and Justin for the Impact U.S. Rebellion Championship did, re of course, result in a tie, and Mid did retain the Rebellion Championship as a result of that. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that we have we did say one belt that would be up for grabs would be that Rebellion Championship. So Mid will be, of course, be defending that belt. Of course, the question is, it, who will it be against? We will, of course, find that out. But also, of course, there'll be several other matches, of course, popping up here as well. Of course, possibly some uh, championships we've had, championships that we've had up for a long time, and possibly some new ones here as well. So be sure to, of course, watch in on that. But keep in mind, we still got to go through tomorrow with NXT's Battleground event, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> as well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, AEW's Double or Nothing event. So be, be sure to, of course, like I said, we'll definitely, of course, keep you, of course, informed about all of that here as well. <clears throat> as we, of course, talk about the official results of, of course, Battleground and Double or Nothing, obviously, of course, starting this Monday on Raw Radio and also, of course, also, of course, during the week in the uh, in in the radio network as well. We'll do a whole lot of talking about, it, of course, all of this. Uh, but in the meantime, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you, of course, for being here with us here. Be sure to check out, of course, like to continue, of course, to keep up with, of course, all the wrestling action, of course, currently going on. And also check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook, in which we have a lot of different stuff here, of course, in the world of, of course, uh, wrestling, uh, entertainment, of course, sports and everything of that nature. We post about a lot of different things here. Uh, reminisce about a lot of things from the past and all that great stuff. So be sure, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, check all that out. So <clears throat> so until then, ladies and gentlemen, we hope, of course, that you are continuing to have yourself a very pleasant Memorial Day weekend. <clears throat> and we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, we will talk at you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, around between the seven between 7 and 8 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning with WCW US this morning, 805-8613 pound. <clears throat> but until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there, um, especially, of course, on a big holiday, of course, like this. <clears throat> Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Please take care and please stay safe out there, folks. And we'll talk at you, of course, here very soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. Stay safe. And, and of course, God bless, of course, especially to all of our men and women, of course, who did probably serve this country and sacrificed all to keep us, of course, where we're at today. Take care and stay safe.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.